it takes time. We live in, I feel, feel like a, a time now where everybody wants instantaneous like fame or fortune or this. And, and the real challenge is in the building of whatever you are building. And if it's for yourself, it's gonna make that much sweeter in the end. So trust the process, embrace the failures, um, and don't be scared to ask for help. All right. Hello, everybody. David Donaldson here with Joe Martin for this week's edition of Entrepreneurial Impact. Very excited to have Alana Kirk with us this week from the Chesapeake Coastal Region. You know, very savvy social media presence, but also somebody that's worked very hard to get to where they are, coming from contribution and giving back to their local community. So Alana, welcome for joining us this week. How's everything going? Ah, thank you for having me. Everything is going. Uh, no complaints. Uh, maybe you just need a little rest, but no complaints. Rest on a Monday? I know. I was like, it's, well, you know, we don't, we work weekends usually. So this yeah, Monday is the best we can get with rest. It kind of goes back to like the hospitality industry, right? Mondays Absolutely. And Absolutely. Yes. Oh, those days. <laughs> you might be the first person we've had on the podcast that was actually excited about talking about real estate because everybody else has been doom and gloom about like how it's all going in the tank. And I don't know what was me and the sky is falling. So what? I love that. Like, oh, yeah, it's been great. It's really been. <laughs> hey, how's you doing? Oh, well, I'm back to open houses. I've actually got to do some work. I can't just put it in the MLS and expect it to sell. So oh. it was actually very fast. It was great to hear the positive energy coming from you as we kick off today. I mean, I feel like you got to have some sort of positive outlook. Otherwise, it will be doom and gloom. But now, no complaints here. It's, you know, I'm just keeping it positive. But it, it's easy when, um, I don't know, I spend a lot of time with my folks. I don't call them clients because they're my people and friends now. And I just really just just got off of a client appreciation party. So that was really cool just to be invigorated by them. And I don't know, it's it's. It's hard to be negative right now, so I can't. I can't pretend. <laughs> Tell me about the the uh, client appreciation party. What was that like? What did you do? And and uh, what? Oh, was uh, so it was a slight disaster, but then not because it poured the entire time. Um, but no, I had a fam uh, fall family festival. Uh, it was at a Greenbrier Farms. It's a huge farm down in the the country part of Chesapeake here, and um, we. Well, uh, for a pouring day where the activities were hay rides and bounce houses and pumpkin picking in a field, uh, I, I still had a, a pretty decent turnout. So it, I just felt bad because all the stuff I told everybody come and enjoy got canceled. But um, we did have a good time. I want to say we just had I had a balloon person there. We had some crafts, some activities for the kids. But I think any time to get in front of my my folks is is, is the best opportunity. And again, they I I love them. They love me, and they still came out in the pouring rain on a farm. So I have to be grateful and thankful for that because, you know, I don't know if I would have came. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think this is a lot about you and your relationship with with your clients, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But there was work to go to get to this spot, right? Absolutely. So how did you begin, right? How did you start to say, you know, go from where you were to now I'm hosting client events at a farm in a ring? Uh, like the whole thing where it start everything? Well, we always have people that come out that there's a reason you got into real estate. Some are very simple as, hey, I was transitioning from the military and you're, you're a military mom, so 
thank you yes. for that, right? Yes, but I what am. what was it that kind of kicked you off in your, in your entrepreneurial spirit that led you down into real estate? Um, well, it's not, so I guess, Joe, this is where the, the positivity goes out because it wasn't a happy story. Um, it, it, it was a swift kick in the butt out the door <laughs> of, a, of a prior position I held. Um, actually, funny, not funny, but I just got to go with, um, watch Joe with career visioning and he was talking about references and stuff. And I was like, oh, darn, if you see me on a piece of paper, I would never make it pass like the app, like the at least the the resume part. But anyway, prior to real estate, I um, graduated Old Dominion University with an education degree. Um, it was 2008-9, which we know what happened then. So when I graduated, there was a hiring freeze for teachers. Basically, they were um, encouraging early retirement and all of this fun, great yeah, stuff. Let me encourage you into retirement. Welcome aboard. Uh, no, they did. Like I, they were. I, I don't want to use the word forcing, but but basically, they were like kind of, you know, hey, strongly suggesting you retire early type type thing. So, um, I ended up finding landing a, a gig, I should say, at a um, local nonprofit as a ed, as an educator. I just taught some kids. It was a sports hall of fame, so it was sports and math and science and all of that stuff. So. Um, from there, I worked my way up to the um, the head of the department, I will say, ended up as an education foundation director, um, curriculum development, fundraising, all of that. And um, that was 10 years of my life. But I want to say probably uh, around year. You just <laughs> down ticked in your tone. I feel like you're about to say that was 10 years of my life that I wish I had gotten back. That's where I thought you were going with that comment. So it does wrap in there because around year eight, you know, I did explore real estate and I, I went to school, which I guess they're old employers, so it doesn't matter. But I took, I went, took online real estate school at my desk of my old job. Um, but then they, uh, I guess, renegotiated or I rene renegotiated my contract and salary. So I thought the, you know, the money, which I thought was the peak of my career was just what I needed to be happy. Um, but that didn't last very long because within, I guess, less than two years, just it, it all fell apart and uh, we parted ways, I should say. So, um, and then that's when real estate was very much front forefront. And I, the way kind of parted ways, I made a promise to myself that I would not work for anyone but myself. <laughs> so that kind of um, became the, the big priority. And then the other thing is on my way out, they told me never to call them for a reference. So I was like, dang, like 10 years, a blip on my career, <laughs> like map of 10 just years. A decade, and it, you know, just, just a decade. A decade. <laughs> you know, you're just going to sit down and be like, can you explain these 10 years? Like why there's nothing? Um, so yeah, had so a, it, uh, you should just say you had a transcendental moment in your life and you, you went so. off to like the Himalayas and had like a seance and transformational experience with like, just I'm going to um, now. I think so. Cause I think that that would throw people off and, <laughs> and that they wouldn't ask too many more questions, but now, um, so that was pretty much it. And then I made a promise that, like I said, never to work for someone. And then my goal in the first year of real estate was to make one more dollar than what I was making at the old job. And that was like, I made $50,000. So my goal was $50,001, um, which I achieved plus. So um, it was definitely the right move. But yeah, so that's pretty much how I got into it. So it was a, a, an experience 
that wasn't so great that really made me want to be my own boss and not um, have to, I guess, listen to other people within reason. Um, just they, they kind of put handcuffs on me, you know, I was generating revenue for them and fundraising, but yet I wasn't able to do it to the full potential that I knew that the job could be done just because of politics and red tape and people's preferences. So real estate was fantastic because now I get to do it all to the level that I want to. So, and it's been great. Well, it's, it's fascinating you brought up a point there is that like for growth in all aspects, there's always an inflection point of like insurmountable pain or negative, right? And you talk yes. about like peaks and valleys of like your uh, emotions around stuff. And it was fascinating that like the thing that caused you to make the jump was like this down dark place of like someone telling you get lost, whatever transpired in that. Yes. And then there was a revenge, and I wouldn't say revenge, revenge isn't the right word, but there's a chip on your shoulder of like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Absolutely. And between the negativity and then the chip, it actually causes people to move forward, which I, one of my great interview questions is always like, great, you've achieved amazing things. Tell me about the lowest point in your life and tell me how you got out of it. Yeah. Right? Um, that was probably one of them. Like I, yeah, just again, you know, not to go, go back on that, but I grew up, I'm originally from Long Island, New York. So I have like a, an Italian, like Brooklyn purebred family. And yeah, it you're was, an Mets fan. So you're used to like disappointments. <laughs> I get it. Actually. Yes, very much. So it's like, I don't even, well, they, they did all right. But, uh, but yeah, the heartache is, is if, if, if I'm not in pain, I feel it's off, but anyway, <laughs> um, I know it's like the same thing. I am a Giants fan too. And the fact that they're doing somewhat decent, I don't even know what to do with myself. Cause I feel like as soon as I get my hopes up, they're going to go tank again. But anyway, um, so uh, Italian, New Yorker family, they really just, um, you know, you're going to put your head down. You're going to work as hard as you can get a job with a, a salary job that pays health insurance and save money. Like, and that was it. So, you know, I checked the boxes off, I guess that I thought I was supposed to. So it wasn't really, um, I don't know, encouraged or anything. It was really just like, do the job, kind of stay quiet unless you're at, around a dinner table. Then we are all really, really loud. Um, but, but yeah, that was kind of it. But I will say like that, that moment was probably the lowest. Like I didn't really like that, that eight year mark, that nine year mark where, you know, I didn't even recognize myself. Um, I lived for the five o'clock uh, weekends were the thing. Like I just, I, it, it was so, I don't know, just took toll mentally, physically, all of that. So I had to, a rebirth, I guess, into real estate and, and then other, other stuff. So. So. Well, you've obviously come a little bit further along than a dollar more than <laughs> I did. Yes. The making, right? Yeah. So from 10 years to that, to where you are now, right? So mm -hmm. what was it that it made you realize like, hey, this is it. Like, I really have an opportunity here to grow and do those things and be accountable to myself and yeah. build this business. Um, well, I just, the, the self-accountability there for sure, because you know, I know that everyone says that like, when you wake up, you're like, would you fire yourself? Like, yes. <laughs> like I have to, I am like, well, no, I will never fire myself. But like, now I have to look at myself and I will tell you, obviously working harder than I ever did um, now, because, you know, I still have my morning routine. I'm still up and at the door. Like I'm working, 
you know, now it's for me. From a teacher, like heart, I will say, with the job that I had. <laughs> um, and then now this, it's it's kind of a combination of everything I like to do because I do love taking care of people. Um, I love educating people. So whether that is um, educating a seller on how to sell their home or um, what they need to do or educating a first-time home buyer um, or even helping out in the office on ALC, like new student, uh, new agents and whatnot and teaching there, that, that's kind of like in my blood. So it kind of goes hand in hand. And then the other thing, which is kind of a byproduct is I'm a, as a teacher, as I write, used to write lesson plans all the time. So I literally am used to writing processes and procedures and systems because I would have to hand them off to other people to actually do each of these things step by step. So I do have a, I have a little bit of an advantage when it comes to like systems and following systems and processes and writing those out for, for other positions because I've done it before. So that kind of comes second nature. So but. but it's interesting that you've come from teaching, but essentially you are with pouring back in the, into your office and your market. So you are teaching again, right? So that yes, skill set yes. is always good for you, right? Or whether absolutely. it's associates or consumers, we're educated. Yes, absolutely. And that's really where like that's the, the warm and fuzzies there. Um, and then, you know, meeting new people that don't know exactly what to do and and then showing them oh and actually using utilizing that now so i do annual reviews with like my client my whole database i should say and just sitting down with them and just educating them on process, processes potential rental opportunities uh, how to make their their um, real estate portfolio work for them or potentially plan for a kid in college or whatever it may be using real estate so again it doesn't stop at just like the buying and selling it, it's an ongoing education um that goes to all of my my folks my clients my people um just pouring back into them because i think that that's so powerful and that it is attainable, but they just don't know because that was me one day. I had no idea. I was just doing my day-to-day -day job and I didn't know other possibilities or options out there to, to better position myself financially. So. so I got a question for you and then I'm going to loop back some things you've said throughout this podcast that I think is really okay. powerful for those listening in about like just entrepreneurialism and like the journey. But so you got to a low point with your employer and so you, they educated you on uh, work-life fulfillment and that you had to go on to the, your next uh, world, uh, mm -hmm. worldly occupation that would actually fulfill you, right? Yeah. So they released you to the world of opportunity that is real estate mm -hmm. by basically saying you should leave. Um, mm -hmm. This is all my deadpan humor. And how it's <laughs> I love it though. It's great. Um, so the question I've got is, I got this pain point, why real estate? So I've had a lot of people on, there was one story about a guy that was like at 3 a.m., got fired from his job the night before at 3 a.m. He's on an infomercial about how to be your own boss and make all this money. And it was basically real estate school on some infomercial at 3 a.m. So mm -hmm. what, like you could have gone anywhere at that point. Why real estate? Like what, what was the interest in that level of entrepreneurialism? Um, my team leader was my realtor and sold me my house. <laughs> so the whole Good time. Good job, Cosette. I, I know, if, if you don't know Cosette, that she is pretty much, um, yeah. So my first home was on Lamborn Lane, which is her last name. So she like totally ate, ate that up, but then also was like, you need to leave and come into real estate. And I was like, again, I, I'm i a tourist. So it's like, I get com comfy. Uh, and I like to stay where I'm at. And then until I get the swift kick in the butt and then I got to go. But so that was where I was. And then finally, I was. so the writing was all over the walls. Everybody was like, 
doing doing the most selling me uh, real estate you need to do real estate and then Cosette kind of put the put a little bit of the the flame and then the boot in the butt was the final kicker no pun well, intended or pun intended <laughs> so one takeaway from it is those listening about change change usually comes from two things excruciating mm -hmm. pain yes. and that somebody influential in your life actually had enough um or both or both, right? You get both. <laughs> but then you have somebody in your life that puts you in check and says like, hey, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I'm mm -hmm. actually going to be real with you because I'm actually trying to figure out what's best for you, right? So I think keeping your five, right? If you think about your who you sur surround yourself with yes. and all that, like if it wasn't for that like negative experience and then someone like Cosette that has a real impact in your life, you wouldn't mm -hmm. be where we're at today. So- Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely. So when you Some think about- one of the things I heard throughout your entire journey was this idea of what we were told was a perfect life, that go get a job, go yeah. be beholden to a nine to five and a salary, and don't think about owner like business ownership and entrepreneurialism because you can mm -hmm. have a true impact in your community through home ownership, which is one of the biggest things that gets me fired up about real estate is that you can transcend uh, generational like welfare and, and being poverty yeah. through just getting somebody into a home that they can afford, they were going to pay rent for anyway, and then being that advocate. And I've heard that through in your entire yes. episode. Um, and the impact that it has, it says, hey, I, I bucked a trend of what my family had already told me was the right path. And I found, yes. found out what the best path was for me. So besides just financial stability in regards to the income and also betting on yourself, what other impact have you been able to have through your real estate sales business besides just like financial and running a business? Like what other things have come up that you've been able to impact because you're basically a small business owner? Um, honestly, I just feel like the, the being in the mindset of a business owner has opened me up like to so many opportunities where, or I, new experiences that I don't think I've ever, like I've done some amazing, this is my fourth year in real estate and I've done some amazing things that I don't even know. Like I, if I could have, or would have, if I hasn't, haven't been in real estate. Um, one, I climbed Kilimanjaro in 2021. Two, I have, I bought two investment properties um, whoa, for my- whoa, Wait, wait, wait. just kind of glossed over that for a second. Okay. You don't just yes. go flying Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, I climbed- so that was 2021. Yes, I climbed Kilimanjaro. I made it to the top. Yes, sir. Very excited. That, um, but that experience too, I don't think I would, first of all, my old job wouldn't give me that amount of time off, let alone making that money to, to pay for the trip. But then the other thing is the community inside that we actually partnered with um, a, a charity. So we, we had a give back and, um, part of that. But anyway, but that whole experience itself and the mindset of that is, you know, I was comfortable. I was exactly what I said, doing the things that like my family thought I, what they considered success was. And then I set out to do this life changing experience because that's exactly what it was. Um, but did I ever think I could think that big, like 19,000 feet big? No, like I, 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 don't don't think I could have or would have but you know once I started this whole whole real estate journey it really just opened up to like what am I actually capable of so um yes so that's a long answer but yes well, that's <laughs> astounding to think like you're saying you've been in real estate four years and you've had this trans 
formal evolution of yourself. And yeah. that was over a year ago. So that started to happen to you just two years into the business to go mm-hmm. literally think, how big can I go? Like, Can I go? Um, yep. Yep. And uh, do you know what? I think that it came, well, that experience, I think, kind of was partnered with that transition into it is that I was coming out of this 10 years of what I thought or what people thought I should be and trying to you know, now breaking through into a new career that was run by me and solely by me. But then also that experience was kind of the same thing. It was a breakthrough moment where, you know, people have put me in a box or didn't think I was capable of doing something like that. And then, so it kind of was simultaneous, like the breakthrough in both aspects. So when you look at impact, who have you become because of the transition into real estate? Like, as a person? Um, Honestly, I just feel more comfortable in my own skin and in who I am as a person, Um, a little bit more confidence in just me as a whole. Um, I think that I have a better grasp of, of that all. Uh, Again, I just feel like I was, you know, living life for other people, whether that was, you know, my family or, you know, the board of directors that I served or whatever it may be. But like this has, for me, has just opened up where more control and more confidence in who I am individually. So. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, If you were to give three pieces of advice on your journey, what would that be? If some you were talking to somebody about like, hey, you're about to leave a nine to five, go into business on your own and bet on yourself. What are like, three things that you would want somebody to know before they made that, that leap? Oh, goodness. Um, embrace failures because they're going to come. And once you shift that perspective where they're not failures, you're just learning. Like, I feel like it takes a weight off. So embrace failures because they're not, um, <laughs> are we talking real estate advice or just in general? Advice? Just life advice. Be our life coach. Life. Just tell us how to like, you know, survive Long Island and finally get to Virginia and, and thrive. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think that it would be trust the process. Um, and it, I guess that kind of goes with two and three is it takes time. I know I, I, we live in, I feel, feel like a, a time now where everybody wants instantaneous like fame or fortune or this and, and, the real challenge is in the building of whatever you are building. And if it's for yourself, it's going to make that much sweeter in the end. So trust the process, embrace the failures, um, and don't be scared to ask for help. Okay. Cause that's another thing is who I have met in the last four years, come across conversations I've had, like, again, being in rooms with certain people has, has been so, um, life-changing and impactful so those three for me I would say fail well not failures um trust the process and and then also don't be don't be afraid to ask for help you know I I know that you have a large social media presence and you know through the story I'm hearing about the different things that you've done and that you share these experiences and what is that channel like how does that allow you to be yourself openly like that with your consumers and your friends and other business owners that you're involved with? Guys, so honestly, I just try to be as authentic as possible. I think that's really, well, as like, if you, they say the hardest lie, well, once you tell a lie, it's hard to keep the, 
the lie up all the time. So I feel like just being true to yourself is just the key to that because then it's just living your day-to-day -day life and then um, sharing that. Then I think the other thing is I do really focus on other, other, other people, other um, so whenever there's anything I could share or videos or, or put out there that someone can learn from or gain some sort of information or knowledge from, like, then that's really my jam besides when I'm eating for dinner and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone loves puppies and, and, and food picks, right? That's good. <laughs> All right. Starter, right? Yeah. So they say yeah. that you know you always rent a jet and take pictures on instagram like you i heard that that things. legit that's insane to me insane so it's a whole business thing you know i mean mm -hmm. i can or you can go on toro and rent one of those maseratis or something like that and make it really look like you're living your best life but hey what do i know um i know crazy crazy but but well, Elena, I just want to say thank you for like letting us pick your brain and coming on, spend some time and just sharing your trials, tribulations, and that, you know, somebody that was in education got, you know, successfully transitioned into real estate, built her own business, and then also uh, climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. And with my knee, I'm never going to be doing that. So Aww. thank you. for <laughs> Thank you for the time today. Thank you for sharing. I think it was really thank inspirational you. for a lot of people looking at this uh, entrepreneurial impact. And just want to say thank you. Thank you very much for having me and spending time with you guys. Um, I do want to do a quick plug because it's KWYP chapter president right here. So anybody watching in the Hampton Roads area, so that's everywhere, Williamsburg down, we would love for you to join our chapter. So um, I would um, please reach out to me. You can email me, Elena Kirk Realty at Gmail or give me a call or find me Coastal. Um, I'd love to chat and kind of expand our circle here in Hampton Roads. So. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Have, Have a good one, guys.